Good morning, welcome to Morning Prayer. I'll just give you a few moments to um, join and for others to find their way into the live stream. I hope you're all get, having a good start to the week. Um, if you don't know, Monday is Sean's day off, um, so that's our family day. Um, we had a really chilled out day, actually it was really nice, um, as it was really sunny outside. We went down to Winchester for the morning um, and had a picnic um, by the cathedral on the grass, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, it was a good day. Um, I hope you're all having a good start to the week as well. If you don't know me, my name is Abby and this is baby Aria. I do apologise if it looks like she is about to now, but if she starts crying, um, Sean will come and rescue us. <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks so much for joining this morning. Um, if you haven't already seen um, on the Facebook page yesterday, we're doing Lectio 365 this morning, um, which is a really, really cool app, um, which has daily Bible readings and reflections, um, and each week has a different theme um, that we work through together, and I find it really helpful, um, so I'm going to use that one this morning. I hope that you find that you're able to connect with it too. Today is called Roadblocks. And it's by a lady called Poppy Williams, um, who is doing um, the reflections for this week. So let's start. As we enter prayer now, we pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. So I'll just give you a moment just to really come before God and recenter yourself um, before him this morning. God of rescue and restoration, thank you for your great and beautiful mission in the world. Here we are, Lord. Fill us with your spirit and send us out. We rejoice in God's protection today, joining in the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 71. O Lord, you are alone are my hope. I have trusted you, O Lord, from childhood. Yes, you have been with me from birth. From the mother's womb, you have cared for me. No wonder I am always praising you. And that's Psalm 71. Verses 5 and 6. So if you um, did Lectio Ephesians 5 ye yesterday, um, we were reflecting on Paul and Barnabas's call to mission. And today we're reading about the first stop on their missionary journey. So that's kind of the theme of the scripture verse this morning. The governor of Paphos has invited them to share the good news of Jesus. But when Paul and Barnabas arrive, they hit an unexpected roadblock, hence the theme for this morning. So I'm just going to read the passage, and it's from Acts 13, verses 8 to 12. But Elymas the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, You are a child of the devil 
and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When Nefekansu saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. I wonder if Barnabas and Paul came to Paphos thinking it was going to be an easy day. Let's start that bit again. I wonder if Barnabas and Paul came to Paphos thinking it was going to be an easy day. The governor had invited them to come and share the good news, which sounded pretty straightforward. Instead, when they arrived, they came face to face with opposition. Elemis, the sorcerer, put himself between the governor and the good news. And Luke writes, he was trying to keep the governor from believing. All sorts of things keep the people I know from believing. Some have wrong ideas about who God is and what it means to be a Christian. Others are simply afraid of change. Some have big questions about faith, while others have endured painful experiences that make steps of faith difficult. Who can we think of this morning that is struggling to believe? What is the barrier between them and the good news of Jesus? And I really encourage you this morning to think of someone that you know in your own life, maybe a family member, a friend, a colleague. Someone that struggles to believe. It may be someone who has believed once before um, and have had a really painful experience um, which has come between them and their faith in Jesus. It may be someone that has explored faith but didn't quite um, have the courage to take that step um, into coming into a relationship with God. It might be someone who has a lot of questions um, but hasn't found the place um, to actually ask those big questions and um, to kind of go on a journey of discovering more about God through that. So I'll just give you a moment, think of one or two or more of people in your life that are in those circumstances and just put maybe some prayer hands or just an amen in the comments just to just so we all know that we're joining in together on this. Um, I'll give you a moment to do that and then we'll play together for all of those people. let's pray together. Lord Jesus we thank you for all of the people that we are thinking about right now in our heads. Those people that maybe have wrong ideas about who God is. They may have wrong ideas of what it means to be a Christian. They may be simply afraid of change. They may have big unanswered 
questions about faith. Where they may have endured painful experiences that make those steps towards faith really difficult. And we just bring them before you right now and we ask that you will come and meet those people where they're at, where they need you. And that you will help us be someone who can lead those people towards you. That can start to help them unpick those questions. That can help them to get a little bit more hope um, that helps them to come towards you and to be people of peace and people of love that really represent you in their lives. Amen. So we now have a few more questions um, that I'm going to um, read through as well. What, who are our local civic and political leaders? The men and women in positions of power and influence, like the governor in the story. So we're just going to have a time now where we pray um, for those people in leadership. And I think that that is really, really important. God does call us to pray for our leaders um, and because he wants to make a difference in the world, not just for, within the church. Um, and it's really important that we pray for those people that um, hold positions of power and influence in our country. Um, I think that it's really, really important for us to do that. So let's just take a moment to pray. I'm just going to read the prayer that is on the app. Lord, we ask you to make them open and responsive to the good news. Would you send someone, maybe even me, to share Jesus with them. Amen. We're now going to return to the passage that we have already read. Um, the awesome thing about Lectio Ephesus 5 is that you read the same passage twice, um, and I love that. Um, you always get um, something slightly different or something you didn't quite notice the time before the second time round. I think that's really cool. Sorry, I'm just going to read that. As we return to the passage, we open our ears to hear your word and our hearts to yield to your will once again. But Elemes the sorcerer, for that was what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the Fikandu from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elemes and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery, for you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord. Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time and not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the Pekansu saw what had happened, and he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord, and that was Acts 13, 8-12. Paul doesn't pull his punches when speaking to Elemis the sorcerer. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Interestingly, this is the same experience Paul had when he encountered the resurrected Jesus in Acts chapter 9. If you don't know that story, go and read it, Acts chapter 9. Before Paul believed, 
he was a barrier to the good news of Jesus. So he um, was one of the key people that was going around killing um, Christians in the early church, if you didn't know that. Um, and then when he was on the road to, to Damascus um, to do that very thing, Jesus appeared to him on the road and Paul was temporarily struck blind and that was how he had his experience of God that led him to change around and actually become one of the biggest advocates for the church um, in that time, um, which is really awesome and that kind of links in with this story today. I wonder if Paul hoped that Elemis' temporary blindness would lead to a change in his direction too. Lord, we are inspired by Paul's courage in sharing the gospel, even when faced with opposition. We confess we can be nervous or even fearful when talking about you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Give us courage to share Jesus in every situation today. God, I take courage today in the promise that you are with me and that you strengthen and help me. And I think that's something that Paul made very clear um, in his letters was that we don't go alone, the Holy Spirit works through us. Um, and I want to encourage you all today um, to know that God is with you um, and the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And when you go and speak about him um, to your friends and your family and colleagues, um, he won't leave you to do that on your own. He's right there with you and he's already there before us. Um, we just have to join him um, in seeing his hope come. It's not about us at all, it's about him. We're just his hands and feet, um, but he goes with us and that is the promise of the New Testament and it's the promise today. So I just really encourage you this morning um, in that, in every ordinary situation you're in today, that you're not alone, that God is with you and he wants to work through you. So let's just do the closing prayer now together. Father, help us to live this day to the full being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, I hope that it was re relevant for you and you were able to really connect with good as you start your day. Um, yeah, go and have a great day um, and I'll see you soon. Bye!